Welcome back to Call Me Contact with Contact. I'm Contact on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and Radio Public. In studio, obviously, is Contact, Corey Clapper from Aid the Beast, and today we're going to have Wildfire. Summer breeze, snap back, rain dance, lying in the sand. Slow kiss, smiling, whispering girl, I never felt like this. Never felt like this. A week ago, I didn't even know your name. Crazy how things change. Here we are with Wildfire, Kelly and Kayla. How you doing? We're doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. So it uh, shows here that you're from Houston? Yeah, I was in Houston, Texas. Cool. And been there the whole time, or you've been, you know, bouncing around? You get out to Nashville yet? Yeah, we've definitely taken quite a few trips to Nashville, um, but we are based in Houston right now. That's cool. And your uh, self-titled album, let's see, we've got uh, Wildfire, and then your sophomore EP, it's been there? Yes. A lot of growth between the two? Yeah, I would say there was about three years of growth in between the two. And uh, both of you play guitar, right? Yes. Is it Kayla that's on drums? Um, No, it's actually me, Kelly. I play drums, piano, guitar. Just learning anything you can, right? Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. So, um, let's see, you've done plenty of shows at this point. Also, uh, let's see, the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, Kima Boardwalk. Let's see, the Energy Arena, University of Houston Stadium. You've been a little bit of everywhere. Yeah, yeah, we love to perform out and just get every gig we can. The Female Vocalist of the Year Award uh, at the Josie Awards, who, like, which one got that? Or was Actually, it both we both got it, oddly enough. Um, I think we were the first, like, duo. Yeah, we got it as a duo, so that was awesome. It was in the young category, right? Yes. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. All right. So you're up and coming. It looks like it. You want to say hi to your fans? Yeah. Hey, guys. What is up? We're so happy to be here today and just... Yes, and we're so happy you're listening. Yeah. We actually had uh, your your music queued up, and I used the, the section from when you're saying hi to your fans and it like goes perfect so i don't know if we're able to do that can we like i for your your uh, beginning it's your song so it's it's a little you know teaser for your song and you're saying hi to like ryan and ben and stuff like that it's hilarious oh so do you consider yourself more modern country or more like traditional country um definitely more modern pop country i'd say that's kind of the genre of music we're in you gonna consider going anywhere else we would definitely dip our toes in pop someday i think that we both are heavily influenced by like indie pop rock and we'd love to do some of that in the future that's pretty cool okay so all right day one everything's back to normal okay and you can go anywhere it doesn't matter where you can go where are you gonna go first huh that's a good one. I'm I'm gonna say probably the gym. I'm gonna say I've actually been loving these home workouts, oddly enough. But I'd probably say to a get together with my friends because 
I just miss being social so much. I'm such an extrovert. This has been really hard for me. What are you missing the most? Um, who or what? Yeah, what? Like, what um, type of atmosphere are you looking for, you know? Like, some are looking to go to the beach. Some are looking at going to... Yeah, I definitely, I think the beach would be fun. Galveston, you know, the water is a little bit brown, but it's a very nice beach, and we love going down there. It's kind of a historic old town, so... Yeah, I definitely say that's a nice atmosphere. And what music are you listening to right now? Do you guys have, like, a, a favorite band or anything? I've been really into Wallows lately. It's kind of like a indie pop rock band, I'd say. It's definitely more in the rock genre, but, yeah, I've, I really like their music. It's great for summer. Yeah, I would say Wallows for sure. We've been listening to a lot of them. Also, Day Glow has been one of our favorites, and Group Love. You should, you two sound very similar. I'm going to be perfectly honest. So you should always, it's like both of you listening to the same exact thing. That is hilarious though. Yeah, we mostly spend a lot of time together. So I kind of listen to what she listens to and vice versa. True. And you guys have to harmonize quite often. Yeah. (laughs) Who inspired you? Who are your like heroes? Who are your idols? I would say my biggest idol would have to be Casey Musgraves right now because she's really paving the way for, like, women in country, I feel like. Um, You know, performing the first female country artist to perform at Coachella, I think that's just huge for the country genre. So I love her. What about you? Um, I'd probably say right now I've really... um, currently been into Olivia O'Brien, Sasha Sun. They're just amazing writers and they really put their vulnerable feelings into their writing. So that's just a great kind of person to look up to. Yeah. Do you like songs that make you like uplifting or do you like songs that like really trip your mind, uh, like uh, make you think about things? Yeah, I would definitely say I like songs that trip your mind, make you think about things. And I, I really like stripped songs, like with just an acoustic guitar and a voice. I think that's just the coolest concept. And oddly enough, songs that most of the time are kind of mellow and sad. Yeah, I would have to say I've been trying to listen to like a lot more uplifting songs this summer coming and everything. But I do enjoy those ones that make you think a lot. Stark contrast. That's funny. Yeah. So you uh, like acoustic more, or are you more into uh, kind of the electric feel to things, or what's your kind of, uh, what do you feel better on? It really, honestly, I, I don't know, I feel like a lot of our music, when we produce it, comes out very electric and very um, uplifting, happy, fast paced. But I do really like the more vulnerable side of things, when you can just put a piano to a voice and create a track that really makes people think so it really depends on my mood though when I'm listening to music whether I want kind of like an electric love song or just like a more mellow yeah I would have to say the same like a lot of our songs like she was saying are kind of electric whatever but we also like to make stripped down versions of them um, and just like we go on lives and do them and people really seem to like those acoustic like raw tracks are you have uh, any tour dates coming up? Um, as of right now, we will be playing at Kima near our house. Um, 
We love playing there. It's so much fun. It's here down here in Texas um, by the Gulf Coast, and we're going to be performing there June 13th and then in July. Sounds fun. Yeah. There's going to be plenty of people making their way out there. So are you yeah, gonna be, hopefully so. Are you going to be doing anything like national tour anytime uh, in the future? Are you hoping to? We're definitely hoping to. We're hoping to, you know, if the opportunity arises, we'd, de- we'd definitely be interested in taking it, even like as an opener or anything. It'd be really fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. There's going to be plenty of uh, crazy things that go down, you know, when you go out on tour, get to meet cool fans and everything. Yeah, it's really looking forward to that. So anybody have a pet? Yeah, um, we have a bird who's actually sitting right, right here with us. Um, but we just got him a few weeks ago. He's a cockatiel. And then we have three dogs. Three dogs as well. Yes. And which one's the biggest one? Um, the biggest? Well, we have two twin boxers. They're yeah, they're the actually from the same litter. And then we have just the most adorable little rescue lap dog. Because we got these boxers a couple years ago, but now we're more into rescuing animals. Um, but yeah, so the two boxers are definitely the biggest. That's funny. And uh, is it boys, boys, girls? How is it set up? Uh, the two boxers are girls, and then we have a boy dog and a boy cockatiel bird. That's awesome. So definitely um, animal animal lovers. That's pretty cool. Oh, oh yeah. I've yes. been trying to convince my parents to let me buy a bunny, actually, or a rabbit. Which, of course, they require a lot of work. So it's definitely something to think about because birds are a little more low-maintenance. But Right. So you're the one that's always going to be sitting on YouTube, like 11 p.m. You're supposed to be going to bed, but you're, you can't stop watching these animal videos that just yeah. make you... Yeah, or I'm on... There's actually this website called Pet Finder where you can just look up all the dogs in your area that need to be rescued, and I just spend hours on there. That is terrible. That preys on people's emotions. That is terrible. I'd be sitting there, I'd be like, I need them all. Yeah, I know. I just want to rescue them all because I just, uh, I feel so bad. You will one day. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the problem is. Like, anytime somebody comes up, they're like, yeah, this uh, this animal needs a home. It's like, damn, all right, I got it. I got it then. <laughs> you have to. We've rescued yeah. so many animals, like, that have been running around in the street. And then we found their owners, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> So when it comes to, um, let's see, let's go with the writing process. What's the most boring part of it? Hmm, boring. That's an interesting question. Because um, actually, it's I feel not- like I wouldn't say I couldn't think of anything boring. Maybe Kayla has a better answer. But something that I find very frustrating is when I kind of get that writer's block. That's what I was when we at. spend just and you're almost just staring at each other, just thinking like. Yeah, and I can't figure this out. It's really, like, aggravating to be in a write, and you're the one who has the writer's block. Mm -hmm. Because I really love to contribute, and when I'm kind of stuck, it feels like I'm not. And so, yeah, I would say that's the most, like, I don't know, kind of thing I don't like about it. Yeah, the two of you get to bounce them back and forth, like your ideas, though, you know, so that's, that's pretty... That's yeah, clutch. it's that's, that is a great thing about being in a duo. And a lot of times the uh, it's synchronized, too, you know? I mean, you have the same beat, you have the same rhythm, so that kind of works out. 
For sure. And I kind of feel like um, we fill each other's voids in a way because, like, Kelly's a little bit stronger on the melody side. I'm a little bit stronger on, like, the lyrical kind of poetic side. So I think that's great for us. And do you use your emotions more? Do you uh, pull in, like, um, references or, you know, it, it does it just kind of come come and go? It's definitely uh, emotional, for sure, and vulnerable, especially being with a co-writer that you barely know. Um, but I feel like writing is one of the best ways to establish, like, a real connection with people. And I definitely use it based off real situations that I've seen happen to other people or that have happened to me. So, yeah, it's all real, because um, I think the most important thing is being authentic in your writing to really relate transparent. to transparent, yeah. Yeah, true. You know, don't hide who you are. That's never going to get you anywhere. Definitely so. not. All right, pop culture right now. What's your pop culture? I mean, do you are you a Stranger Things watcher, or what do you do? Oh. What's your thing? <laughs> oh, we watch so many shows. This is yeah, we, on our lives, on our Instagram lives, we talk pretty much the entire hour because people are really interested in what we watch. And I feel like, oddly, I'm not a TV person. But I am a Netflix person, and I could go without cable, honestly, because Netflix and Amazon Prime are just great. But right now, I definitely say I've been watching um, Grey's Anatomy. I know they just came out with the 16th season. Everyone's going nuts. And my dad and me and my sister all watch Stranger Things together. We're crazy about it. It's a great show, but we love it. Um, also, just we like to stay kind of like updated with new movies and stuff. Yeah. Right now, you can't really go to the theater, but I feel like having like a good sense of what's going on in pop culture just makes conversations flow more nicely, especially like as an artist in interviews and talking to fans and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a huge Gossip Girl fan. I'm a big. Uh, me and Kelly just started watching The Society. We watched Tiger King a little while. Ago. Yeah, we did watch Tiger King. Um, I think Netflix is doing good on their TV shows. So. Did you see yeah. that? I'm pretty sure this Tiger King is supposed to get a uh, sequel. Yeah, not, not a sequel, or like putting like uh, putting Nicolas Cage in there or something. Yes. Yeah, that's very interesting to me. Another thing I just realized that we watched, I'm sure a lot of people know about, um, is TLC, the whole channel. My mom and my dad just love uh, 90 Day Fiance. We all do. We think it's just the funniest show ever. So definitely, like, kind of reality, like, trash TV is also very funny to keep up with. (laughs) True. Yeah. It's it's one of those things that's... It's not so much fun. It's just you have to. It's like you, you yeah, saw a little bit of it. Yeah, that's about Tiger stop. King too. It's like, why are we watching this? But we couldn't stop. Yeah, you have to finish it out. You're like, all right, well now I'm a third into it. Now I have to finish at least half. <laughs> yeah, and I know. We would it. be watching Tiger King as a family and just watch like five episodes in one night because we were like, oh, the thing on Netflix that has like the autoplay, and we just slowly let it just replay to the next episode. And we're like, oops, I guess we're watching another one. Yeah. Who's your favorite character on Stranger Things? Um, well, I would probably say Eleven. Actually, I love Hopper. Yeah, I'm thinking he's going to come back in the next yeah, season. Yeah, I'm thinking so too, but I think Eleven's, she's pretty cool. Hopper. Yeah, all, all the guys I kind of see as the same because they're all just kind of like cool nerds in their own way. That's true. That is true. Honestly, I mean, they like each one of them, even it doesn't matter what age they are too. Yeah. I think, um, what's his name? Uh, Steve, I think. 
Yes, Steve was my favorite in season one. Well, was it because of the hair? Yeah, because oh, I was yes. like visually attracted Joe to Curie, maybe that yes. kind of influence. Right, and then it's like uh, second season. He's he's a little weird in the second oh. season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I was. They're all a little bit weird. A little weird. You know, it's like, what are you doing, hanging out with Just kids? Just going out of their way to get themselves in trouble. Right. Yeah. It was pretty good, though. I mean, I'm still hooked. I think it's a, an excellent show, you know. And the For weird sure. thing, there's a lot of shows and there's a lot of things that are, like, going towards the look of Stranger Things. You look at, like, Ghostbusters oh, coming sure. out. Yeah, I feel like we're all kind of suckers for sci-fi and action because our dad kind of just raised us on going to the movies and all three of us watching. And my mom's not a big action fan, but we're, you know, Stranger Things is sci-fi and action, so it definitely fits into our kind of category. Do you like any horror? Um, We're not big. I'm not a big fan of horror just because I can't take... I can take the plot. It doesn't scare me. It's even though a little bit sickening, but it's mostly the jump scares. I can't yeah, handle it. Like just either. the anxiety of sitting there and something just popping out on you or something. I don't know. Yeah, it, it does get to be a little predictable, you know. Always. Oh yeah, when someone's running into a dark hallway, running towards death. Right. Cue music. That's yeah, definitely. and I always say, like, the music, if it didn't have that scary music, it wouldn't even be nearly as Where it like, slowly gets louder. Yeah, that's yeah. what makes it. Gets it even worse. Yeah, yeah. true. See so any uh, favorite cartoons from back in the day, anything like that? I like Teenage Mutant oh, Ninja Turtles. Definitely, we were big Disney watchers, you know, the 2000s shows, in my opinion, were the best. Um but as far as cartoons, I definitely used to watch SpongeBob every single day. Yeah, um, that was a ritual. I actually couldn't think. What are other cartoons? Um, I well, I used to love the Wonder Pets, Little Bill. Oh, oh, Little Bill. Yeah, when I was real little. I had this weird phase, and like I don't even know if I should say this, but where I actually kind of thought Lazy Town was entertaining. Oh, me too. <laughs> that was such a weird show. Too. I know. I know. That was quite funny. Any video game? Do you throw any video games on ever? Um, we do have an Xbox One. So it's, it's actually pretty old, um, but it still works just fine. Uh, we definitely went through a Skylanders phase when we were like seven and eight. We were in that tomboy phase. We went through the Fortnite. Yeah, phase. I went. Uh, Kelly went through the Fortnite phase heavy for about a year. <laughs> Yeah. And now I don't really play it anymore, but I used to be obsessed with it. And me and all my friends and, yeah. would just have Fortnite, like, marathon. I also really liked Minecraft there for a while. I think a lot of people like both of those. You know, they did a very good job with both of the games that they put together. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if we even go back to DSs, I mean, that was, like, really... We were heavily into that. I think, like, The Sims, Mario Bros. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Wii it, was the best, actually. Yeah, that's we loved the Wii because you could play all these different sports on it. If somebody doesn't play Mario, if they say like, oh, "I'm not really a big Mario fan," I don't really trust them as much as I would anybody else. Definitely not. I know who didn't play Mario. My dad actually created his own version of the Mario game. Really? Because he's like an IT computer kind of techie nerd guy, and he created his own. That version or something. Yeah, no, actually, you're talking about our uncle actually created one of the levels in Mario. Yeah. Got selected. That's awesome. That's super cool. I probably played it, honestly. I probably played it because I played every single Mario that there is. 
and I think that everybody should. Yeah, that was definitely fun. I mean, Mario, like you said, if they didn't play it, I don't really know if I trust them. Yeah. It's like certain video games, it's like I understand that, you know? I mean, like when somebody says, like, oh, I was really big into Final Fantasy, I'm like, okay, like, you know, you, you, I, I trust that there are certain video games, you, you don't, you, I don't go into it, but, you know, certain people really like them, but Mario, that's just standard. Everybody's got to like that. Oh, one. yeah, definitely. So, and you said heavy in Minecraft as well? Yeah, I was into Minecraft, and I feel like some people do think that's, like, weird, and then it's Well, nerdy. we were real young. Some people still play Minecraft, but we used to create, we were in creative, but we used to create these mansions and just a whole world of, I don't know, I'd spend hours on it when I was, like, eight or nine. One time, I, uh, somebody let me play on their Minecraft level. And so I was like, yeah, you know, I can create some stuff really quick. Like, it, just go ahead and, and let me, you know, put on my, my things. And he went all the way over to another spot, and I stacked up these, like, I think it was just dirt all the way up to the sky, and then stacked up, what was it, uh, TNT, all the oh, way across wow. his whole area, and just right afterwards launched it and the whole place just boom 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 his whole area just completely gone and it saved and it was like it was rough i mean it was the meanest thing i think i've ever done to somebody on their video oh, wow. it was rough <laughs> are y'all still friends or? no no not at all <laughs> yeah i figured yeah, that was that was a bad one but i mean it, it was hilarious yeah definitely it might have been worth it i should have recorded it honestly yeah, that's fun to me, though. Like, certain people are like, yeah, I like to, like, interact with the animals. And it's like, I like to destroy people's dreams on it. <laughs> so. All right. So, uh, let me see. What else? Tell me something else about um, who's got the the oddest when, when it comes to eating? Who's got the the worst habits? Hmm. That's an we both. Okay. So, what's interesting is when I was real little, I was oddly just this health nut. Like, I was so healthy. I never wanted sweets. And then Kayla started making me slowly eat, like, all these sweets, and they were really good. And now we just both have the most ginormous sweet tooth ever, which we are vegan, actually, interestingly. But I love to bake. I love to cook. So yeah. I'm always baking, like, sweets. We're always going to get snow cones. And, yeah. And how long have you been vegan? About a year, I'd say. Almost a year. I've, I, I was vegetarian for about, like, six months before I went vegan. And then, so I guess, yeah, we've probably been vegan for, like, eight months, I guess. More more like that. Hmm. That's awesome. I, I, I wanted to. I was thinking about it for the longest time because, you know, I, I really, but I can't at the same time because I'm, I eat <laughs> yeah. so much meat at this point. But, you know, I really want to. Yeah, it was definitely, like, more difficult at first just because I did love um, cheese so much. But now I've just found so many replacements. Like, I just, I don't know, I don't really care anymore. What about you? Yeah, we were lactose intolerant to begin with. And so the, sh the dairy thing, we kind of always needed to cut it out. It was, we did need to, but we, we didn't. But we finally did because it was an issue. And the meat, I feel like, even though, uh, like, we live in Texas, so barbecue's a huge thing. And 
um, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of been easy for us because we eat a lot of replacements and still have fun with it. We don't just eat like salads for every meal. No. <laughs> I don't I, think uh, I've I eat salad in weeks. I just started eating salads, actually. And the I worst... know if I do, I have to like put a bunch of dressing on it. <laughs> That's the, the worst part about it is, is I was like, you know, yeah, I'll eat my salad and I, I got it over at Olive Garden. And then everybody oh, is yeah. like, that's the the best salad in the world. So that's my first one. Now every other one's just like, what the? This is terrible. Yeah, you can't start off oh, with the olive I feel like. We used to, when things were still open, you could dine in and stuff. We used to go to Olive Garden like every single day. They have the best salads with that Italian dressing. Yeah. And that minestrone soup. The minestrone soup is yeah. really good, yeah. So you can still do cheese pizza, right? Uh, we can do vegan cheese pizza. Oh, yeah, because it's, oh, see, yeah, that's true. Gosh. But there are so many, like, since we live in Houston, it's really close to the city. There's a lot of, like, vegan, vegetarian restaurants, so it's actually not as hard. As yeah, and, and a lot of ice cream shops, you know, and a lot of food places in general have, like, vegan options that you can find. And there's also a lot of restaurants that are just strictly vegan, and they really know how to, like, make the food good. Yeah, because we've tried bad vegan food. But we went to L.A. once and tried all their vegan food, and now we're like, dang, wish we wish we were living there, because they just have one on, like, every block. They have a vegan restaurant. Oh, uh, Corey Clapper from Aid the Bee say hi to Wildfire. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Hey, how how are are you? you? Hello. Good. How are you? <laughs> Doing great. Just having fun on can the Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm using this headset, and I never know how good it goes, uh, how good the sound quality is going through, so I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, as a big fan, uh, Corey, Corey's over uh, doing his thing. Also, you know, he's in this his band as well out in St. Louis and doing an excellent job with that. But, yeah, he just had a couple of questions. Go ahead, Corey. Yeah, um, I, I hope I'm not. I, I'm going into a territory you've already treaded here. Um, <laughs> but I was just checking you guys out. At um, how long you guys been uh, been going at it? We've been going at it for about mm, four and a half years as a duo. But we did a lot of like musical theater, and we even did a little bit of our own like musical journeys before we came together. Okay. Is that yeah. where you got started, like doing theater stuff, or have you always kind of been into into doing the music thing? Or yeah, we started with dance, and um, I started Kelly here when I was about five. Kayla started when she was about seven, and uh, we started doing these plays. My first one was actually Willy Wonka, and they really wanted you to be able to like sing for the plays because it is musical theater. So we started taking lessons and eventually just realized that we liked the musical aspect more than we were enjoying the dance aspect. But we did do dance for about 10 years, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting to see, uh, you know, people's different paths that kind of lead them into, uh, into going wherever their direction is, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like when like when I started dance, I never really imagined doing a lot of singing, but now like that's my main passion. Yeah, you know that was, that was the weird thing for me. You know, growing up, just always listening to 
all kinds of different stuff and always always really wanting to play i never wanted to sing you know i just wanted to play and i finally uh i met a mutual friend with me and uh mr contact here that he's known for a while but we started a band my first band and uh you know he would always get on me he's like you know you need to start singing i was like yeah i don't really want to man like I, i guess maybe i just wasn't very confident in it or whatever the case was and then he would kind of get on my ass a little bit like hey you know if you're gonna do it do it right you know don't just kind of don't just go halfway so he re- he really kind of pushed me into getting into that it made me kind of appreciate it more you know i guess maybe i was just a little timid at first but uh yeah definitely you know, there, and, yeah and singing you know like, it's a good and way singing to is something yourself. a lot of people you know, you are can, born with. you can feel a lot of emotion Go ahead, Kelly. Yeah, sure. And I, I think you can. There's a lot of artists. I mean, I know like one of my favorites is Tame Impala. He actually like did not. I don't think he was like born with the gift to um, sing. He he said he like taught himself, taught himself to play and everything. So I think that it doesn't necessarily have to be something you were born with. Um, and that's really interesting. That's a really good point. Yeah. I think if you work at it enough, you know, you can refine your skills. You can know what you're good at and you can know what you're not good at. And you can steer away from your negatives but really enhance your positives. For sure, definitely. Um, And I think that's – it's really inspiring, you know, those kind of people that, like, teach themselves. Um, Because, I mean, being, like, good at guitar and all that, I feel like that's just, you know, you you got to put your 10,000 hours in. Uh, But singing, I mean, that's – difficult to learn how and it takes you know your voice is maturing too so it takes years to even get to a point where it's good yeah I mean because when we started we were so young and you know your pitch is still your vocal folds are actually you know they grow and um it just takes years to kind of get that maturity in your voice and the female voice actually doesn't even fully mature till 30 so you know you just keep getting better it's something very gradual Right, and it's it's kind of and it, you know starting as young as you guys did, I'm sure it's it can be kind of hard to to have to keep adjusting yourself as you're growing up. Like you said, you know your vocal cords keep growing and everything, and it, it could probably be a little tricky sometimes to to keep uh, like you're almost having to relearn how to keep doing it. That is so true, and I think that's something a lot of people don't talk about because I mean for us, you know, I couple years ago woke up and like couldn't sing as low as I used to be able to and I feel like that's just something that happens often maybe not so drastically um but yeah and I feel like it's something uh that we see as an audience a lot of other artists go through we saw Justin Bieber go through we saw Shawn Mendes where they're going through a period where they constantly have voice cracks and it's something that you do have to deal with and you'll continue to have to deal with as you go through this growth in your voice and as you go through puberty and all these big steps in your life right well that's uh that's Corey on break and uh we're gonna see him in a little bit um but Corey, it was excellent to see you again i'll see you in just a little bit for the next interview um but yeah you got it i appreciate it hey it was good to talk to you guys and uh yeah you too keep on pushing keep on pushing girls it's a it's a long process but it's a very rewarding one. Yeah, will do. Same for y'all. See, he did. Uh, right. Now 
he's got a, a lot of skill. He's been, you know, doing things in St. Louis for a while, and so and he just wanted to say hi. So, um, but yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that was the best part. We were able to squeeze it in on break. So that's a new segment called Corey on Break. I don't know how well it's going to be in the future. Well, that's awesome. So still in the teens, uh, you guys are. So your vocal cords still have to mature all the way. No, not until what do you say, thirty? Around the age of thirty. Yeah, our voice teacher teaches us a lot about um, the science kind of behind singing. And yeah, so they keep on maturing until you're 30, so our voices will continue to change. But, you know, it's something you also see with a lot of artists when they start young and grow up and have a big platform, so. Right, true. Yeah, it's it, that's one of the weirder things is uh, when I was younger, I used to think that my voice sounded really odd, and apparently it doesn't sound that, that odd to people, but uh, it had to mature. It didn't used to sound exactly like this, so... But then yeah. again, there's a lot of things that you're not able to drink and, and eat and stuff like that, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, they always, I mean, I've always heard, like, don't drink milk before a performance. I mean, for us, that's not something we have to worry about. Um, but especially in theater, I feel like learning about your vocals and, like, the anatomy and science behind it is very important for any type of growth. Do you want to do any uh, shout-outs really quick? I just want to say shout out to like all of our fans, all the supporters, and especially like the people that watch our lives every week. Um, we go live on Instagram every Sunday at 7 p.m. Central Time. We go live on Facebook a lot. So everyone who comes to those, like it's it's awesome. We love chatting with y'all, and we hope you continue to come. Um, and yeah, just thank you guys for everything because we would not be in this interview even if it wasn't for y'all. Do you have a like a certain intro that you use every single time? Like, uh, what's her Carol Baskin? How she always hello ca- cat girls and all that stuff. And yeah, <laughs> we do say in all of our videos, we're like, "Hey guys, it's Wildfire," which is pretty basic, but it's definitely a very repetitive thing that we say. Kind of our little intro. Wildfire. So yeah. now, you guys are gonna ever do any like additions? Are you ever gonna get like a secret a secret drummer in the band or anything like that? We do have a bassist that plays with us um, quite often. She's 13 or 14 years old. She's just really, really good, like prodigy type. So I think we'll probably keep her around for a very, very long time because we love performing with her. Um, and what's her name? Yeah, her name's Nia. Wow. Hello to you as well, and uh, you know all of you guys are doing an excellent job. I think you guys are awesome. Uh, I think you guys are doing an excellent job, and, and keep at it, you know? Yeah, thank you so yeah, much. Thank you so much. No problem. Well, we're gonna. That's gonna wrap it up. We'll have to have you on maybe in the future, maybe in a couple of years. We'll see. Um, yeah, definitely. All right, you take it easy. You too. Have a good one. You the same. Thank you for listening to Call Me Contact with Contact. I'm Contact on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and Radio Public.